Lord Jesus, take these next moments which are sourced in the word that is centered in you to accomplish what only you can accomplish in the pulpit, on the platform, and in the pew. We'll be careful, Lord, to be attentive, undistracted, quiet, to be still, to know that you are God. And we ask these things that much will be made of the scriptures and of the Lord of the scriptures, Jesus Christ. And we pray in his name together. Amen. Do you know why we have a Christian counseling center? Because Satan is not a Christian. He is an antichrist. We have a Christian counseling center because Satan is not a counselor. He is an accuser. And we have a Christian counseling center because Satan is not centered. He is all over the place in the deployment of his fallen angels who are called demons. These are why we have a Christian counseling center ministry. To put this another way, we have a Christian counseling center because of 1 Peter 5.8 and what it teaches, which is this. Be of sober spirit. Be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. That's why we have a Christian counseling center. We have a Christian counseling center because 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 4 tell us, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. This is why we have a Christian counseling center. Ephesians 6, 10 through 12, Finally, be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. We have a Christian counseling center because Satan is not a Christian he is antichrist because Satan is not a counselor. He is an accuser. And because Satan is not centered, he is all over the place with his deployed demons. You don't have to look around very far or very long to understand that Satan and his demons are busy these days in our Bahama land. Abortion, addiction, Adultery, sweethearting, ethnic prejudice, the abuse of elders and senior citizens, rape, molestation, incest, pornography, absentee fathers, sin-tolerant churches, island luck. Religious error, a prosperity gospel, the lie that somehow God wants everyone healthy, wealthy, and wise. Political self-service, mudslinging, pettiness, and gridlock. Violent crime, theft, no respect whatsoever for human life or for the law. Anxiety, depression, idolatry, envy, sloth, rage, 
Oh, Satan and his demons have come into Bahamaland like a flood. Untreated mental illness, despair, prostitution, sexually transmitted diseases, AIDS, alcoholism, meaninglessness, unemployment, suicide. It's clear that Satan and his demons are very busy in our country. By the way, Calvary Bible Church, the incredible body of Christ, we must expect greater spiritual warfare because over 200 of us now are in many churches meeting in homes, studying prayer, praying, committing ourselves to become more strategic in prayer. We ought to expect greater spiritual warfare. Satan doesn't disturb a prayerless church. Satan attacks, molests, harasses a church committed to being on her knees in intercession before the throne of grace. So we ought to expect more spiritual warfare, but in the midst of that expectation, we must talk to and we must follow our Lord Jesus Christ, the head of the church, who has defeated Satan. Satan is a defeated foe. We stand in the wake of Jesus Christ's pronounced decisive victory over Satan on the cross of Calvary as evidenced by the empty sepulcher. But Satan, as a defeated foe, is like a bank robber who is holed up in the bank with hostages. That person knows he's coming out of the bank either in a body bag or under arrest. But until that time, he's going to take as many people with him as he can. That's what Satan's doing in the Bahamaland. And that's why we need a Christian counseling center ministry rooted in the scriptures, giving out God's advice and the power of the Holy Spirit to see victory and unchaining and liberty and holiness and righteousness come back to individuals, to marriages, to families, to churches, to communities, to country. The theme verse this morning for our Christian Counseling Center Recognition Sunday is Isaiah 59, the second part of verse 19. Isaiah 59, 19b in the New King James reads this way, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. When the prophet Isaiah wrote this, Judah was on the verge of going into a long uh, captivity in Babylon. And they were going to be going into this captivity because the Jews of that day had been involved in many, many sins for a long, long time, despite prophetic warning and preaching against those sins. They had not repented. The Lord had sent them prophet after prophet after prophet, and they had not repented. And so they were facing Babylonian captivity, and God moved his prophet Isaiah to assure them, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. And of course, that verse, that promise, was partially fulfilled when the Babylonians came and took the people of Judah away to Babylon. But in a similar sense, Isaiah 59, 19b is always being played out in the lives of God's people in our lives as we battle Satan, as we battle his ploys, no matter the day or the week or the month or the year. 
And Isaiah 59, 19b, one day, praise God, will completely be fulfilled when King Jesus returns to earth to set up his thousand-year kingdom and in so doing kills all his human opponents and sends the adversary to the pit confined, literally, for 1,000 years. Oh, yes. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. And for sure, as has been pointed out, here in our land, in this beautiful nation, here in our land, in this day, the enemy has come in like a flood. But to borrow a metaphor, God has provided a boat for the flood. God has given us a vessel into which to climb so as not to drown, not to perish, not to squander, not to be lost at sea. And in this metaphor, the boat we have to take us through against Satan's flood is a standard, it's called in the verse. And when the enemy comes up like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard. What is the standard? What is the boat that God has provided for us to sail the tempestuous seas of satanic and demonic attack in our country? What is the standard? What is the boat? What is going to keep us through all of Satan's flood of accusation, lies, and murders? What is the standard? I would submit to you this morning, incredible body of Christ, the standard is all of the following. The Bible. Salvation. Grace. The Holy Spirit. The church. Let me say a word about the church, not just this local church, but every Bible-believing, gospel-preaching church. God calls the local church the pillar and the support of the truth in 1 Timothy 3.15. The church is to be the pillar, the pedestal upon which the truth is displayed to a floundering culture. The church is not only to be the pillar of the truth, the church is to be the support, the buttressing of the truth against the hurricane gale force winds of sin and Satan and demons. The church, along with the Bible and salvation and grace and the Holy Spirit and professional biblical counselors and prayer, are the standard that God, the Holy Spirit, has raised up for this day, in this place, in this time. You're a part of the standard. The standard God has raised up to stem the flood of the enemy that is rolled in is the Bible, salvation, grace, the Holy Spirit, the church, professional biblical counselors, and prayer, and one more thing, maybe the bow on top of it all, the lordship of Jesus Christ. The lordship of Jesus Christ I hope that no one is here this morning saying he is my savior, but I am unprepared to declare him to be my Lord. The Lordship of Jesus Christ. This is the wonderful provision, figuratively speaking, the wonderful boat that God has provided, the standard he has raised up that we can face enemy floods without fear and without defeat. I thank the Lord that here in 2015, in Nassau, the Christian Counseling Center 
God's standard is lifting up these things. The Christian Counseling Center, every day their doors are open, is lifting up the Bible, presenting personal salvation, talking of God's grace, ministering the power of the Holy Spirit, plugging people into sound Bible-believing churches, providing professional biblical counseling that brings the truth of God's word to bear on the problems of God's people. And over it all, the Christian Counseling Center says, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. I'm so grateful to God for such a ministry. I want to get specific. I want to get personal. I want to paint the picture a little more personally about what this stem of the flood looks like when Satan comes in as an enemy to your life, to your marriage, to your family, to your workplace, to your neighborhood, to your city, to your country. This is my bag I travel with. And when you think about it, we all look nice and at peace and together this morning come to worship God at Calvary Bible Church. But the fact is that all of us are pulling some baggage behind us that's invisible. Some of our bags are little, some of our bags are medium, and some of our bags are humongous, but they're all invisible. We've come to church no one knowing what our bag has in it, maybe. But we've come to church with a bag. Like the cartoon I saw, the husband and the wife at the wedding altar getting married. And behind the bride and behind the groom going down the whole aisle of the church were suitcases. That they came to that wonderful moment of being married with all kinds of baggage. And we all do. And you've come to worship this morning, as have I, with baggage. And the thing is that precious hurting people, whether they're saved or lost without Christ, precious hurting people are very good at trying to handle their own, I'm going to call it its, I-T-S's, their own its. And what's in a bag, a person's baggage, are various its, I-T-S's. And we know what our its are often, and they're in our bag, and we're content to have to lug this heavy bag, not just through the airports of our lives, but through our every single day. Hurting people try to handle their own particular its in a variety of ways. And so this morning, church family, Capital One might ask you, what's in your wallet? The Spirit of God asked you this morning, what's in your luggage? What's in your luggage? There are any number of ways we handle the its that form the contents of our baggage. Here we go, it's a long list. For these particular its, certain hurting people saved or lost are good at lusting after it, selling anything for it, selling their souls for it, being victimized by it, feeling entitled because of it. Do you know what your it is? Think of your its. People who try to handle their its without letting the Lordship of Jesus Christ handle their its, they are defending it. They're running from it. They're hiding it. They're hiding behind it. They're rationalizing it. They're numbing it. They're being depressed because of it. Are you thinking of your it in your bag that you've been trying to handle on your own? Hurting people who don't allow their its to come under the Lordship of Jesus Christ are obsessing over it. They're governmenting it. I'll leave the government to handle it. 
They're sexting it. They're drugging it. They're giving up hope because of it. They're trusting it. They're being paranoid over it. They're being unable to function because of it. Thinking of your it. They're overeating because of it. They're refusing to eat because of it. They're ignoring it. They're giving too much credit to it. They're giving it too much blame. They're crumbling because of it. Are you thinking of your it's? They're running from it. They're chasing it. They're burying it. They're idolizing it. They're taking their identities from it. They're projecting it onto others. They're making excuses because of it. They're refusing to let it go. Thinking of your it. They're getting trapped by it. They're letting it keep them from Jesus. They're letting it keep them from Jesus' church. They're passing their it on to others in the next generations. They're making it the center of their thinking. They're making it the center of their lives. They're making it the center of their dysfunctional families. These it's that we all pulled in this morning in our own luggage that nobody sees except heaven. Hurting people try to handle their own it's. Hating because of it. Criticizing others because of it. Being consumed by it. Being defined by it. Being cynical because of it. Overreacting to it. Fixating on it. Whining because of it. Quitting because of it. Being locked up and non-functional because of it. Acting out because of it. Intimidating others with it. Controlling other persons with it. Are you thinking of your it? Being proud because of it. Being prayerless because of it. Being a racist because of it. Lacking a working conscience because of it. Being deluded by it. People pleasing to gain it. Blaming others over it. Being passive aggressive over it. Being unforgiving because of it. Rejecting Jesus Christ as Savior because of it. Not living with Jesus as Lord because of it. Even suiciding because of it. Well, that's probably enough examples of it that can't adequately be handled apart from the Lordship of Jesus Christ. That's probably ample examples of it's that we fill into our carry-on luggage and then haul around with us 24-7, 365-Y. Whatever your particular it is, the Lordship of Jesus Christ is the answer. Whatever your it is, you cannot beat it yourself. You must crown Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord of your life, including all of your its. Savior crowned as Lord of everything. Otherwise, there is not any hope for getting past your luggage full of its. Put another way, your baggage will only be unloaded of all of its its when Jesus Christ is the functional Lord of your life. How do you know if Jesus Christ 
is the functional Lord of your life? It's very simple. You never say no to him. If you ever say no to Jesus or his word, he is not the Lord of your life. Repent. It's very simple. If Jesus Christ is your Lord, you never say no to him. No and Lord are incompatible. Hurting people actually need practical, caring, and biblical help to crown Jesus Christ as Lord of their luggage. Practical, caring, and biblical help. And the great news, the great news through three testimonies, one through song and two verbally, the great news is is that kind of help to crown Jesus as Lord of all in the face of all human despair and problem is right across the parking lot. It's available. Hurting people actually need practical, caring, and biblical help to make Christ the Lord of all their its. And the Christian Counseling Center God has raised up for close to 30 years providing that help. And the Christian Counseling Center is deserving of our prayers, fridge magnets and bookmarks, and deserving of our financial investments, the pledge cards later to be distributed and received. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Now, we can be sure that we can be sanctified proud that every working day, Monday through Fridays, some Saturdays by appointment, Sometimes with extended hours by appointment, Pastor Arnett and Sister Helen Arnett are available to bring God's comfort and counsel from his word to hurting people with its. Let's thank God for them. Amen. Your blessing. Your blessing to this congregation, your blessing to this city, your blessing to this country. Praise the Lord. You're lifting up God's standard and bringing it to bear for all the its of all the baggage that comes to you. That standard, again, to review is the Bible, salvation, grace, the Holy Spirit, the church professional biblical counselors, prayer, and the lordship of Jesus Christ. And maybe you are sitting here, and the Spirit of God is nudging you that you have your own carry-on full of its its, that maybe you don't even understand all of them, and certainly nobody who sleeps beside you in the bed knows anything about some of these its, and certainly people you don't work with know anything about these its, and certainly the people that you come to church with don't know anything about these its, and you're saying, is there really hope for me? You don't know my its, Pastor Elliot. Yeah, there's hope for you. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the answer to whatever your it is. And when he is Lord, 
those things will be brought into their proper place. I've had the privilege of pastoring four local churches over about 30 years. And as I was preparing this sermon, I was trying to think of real-life situations of precious believers that have been in churches that I have pastored. I'm going to change their names. So for the internet, uh, none of the names I stay are the names of the people I'm talking about, but they're all true. And if you're sitting here thinking, can Jesus Christ and his lordship brought to bear through biblical counseling really help me with my it? This is what I remember. These are people who went to Bible-based counselors, helped, got help identifying their its, gave their its over to Jesus Christ, and then saw the lordship of Jesus Christ over that it, bring them emotional healing, lasting freedom, and true peace, and in fact emptied their suitcases. These are true. Names have been changed. Counseled, Christ's lordship gave real peace to Mike, who had haunting memories from when he was an American medic in the war in Vietnam. Annie, who was molested and then years later raped by a family member. Little Susan from India, whose daddy lit her mommy and her on fire, murdering mommy and deeply scarring little Susan. Counseled, the lordship of Christ gave real peace to Larry, who had phobias and a personality disorder because of a constant demeaning by his father. Donna, who due to an unwanted divorce lost her job, her house, her horses, her health, her retirement savings. Don and Megan, whose teenage son was killed by a drunk driver, counseled Christ's lordship, gave real peace to Tammy, whose deluded and selfish husband cohabitated with her but refused to communicate with her with all the while living and spending money like he had no wife or two children. Ron and Jill, whose believing 20-year-old daughter suicided over a boyfriend who broke up with her. Brandon, whose professing Christian son overdosed on heroin. Counseled the Lordship of Christ, gave real peace to Tommy and Susan, whose disturbed son burned a hundred-year-old church building to the ground which was in their very, very small town. Pat, whose missionary husband led a 10-year-long secret life of adultery with a woman who was a member of the mission church which he pastored. Victoria, whose Christian husband went to jail for stealing from his company. These people, names having been changed, but real people with real baggage, with real its, came to know wholeness, health, hope, as the lordship of Jesus Christ was presented to them over their its, and they accepted that lordship. Kim, who was raised by parents who worshiped Satan because they are part of a biker gang, Biblical counseling helped each of these individuals with each of their its. Biblical counseling can help you because biblical counseling is rooted in the Bible, God's book, and because biblical counseling calls the counselee 
to bend the knee to the lordship of Jesus Christ. So we all have our own it's. I have mine, you have yours. And the decision becomes, are we just going to haul them around for the rest of our lives, hampered, hindered, ashamed, fearful, negative, defeated? Or are we going to go to someone who loves us, who loves Jesus Christ and loves the word of God and says, let's sit down and talk. Let's see what Jesus has first said in his word about your it. Let's see how bowing the knee to the lordship of Jesus Christ can change your perspective, both for the past, the present, and for the future. So my challenge to you, apart from putting in a pledge card with a donation pledged for the ministry of the Counseling Center, my challenge for you is to take the step of picking up the phone this week, if you need to, and make an appointment at the Counseling Center. When I learned early as a pastor, and it's been borne out for 30 years, the only people that I know in a church who don't need counseling are the people I don't know very well yet. We all need counseling. There should be no stigma. There should be no shame. There should be no stigma. If you are sensing the Spirit of God is tapping you on the heart to say, you've got its that you've been lugging around in a suitcase for years, pick up the phone this week. Ask the Lord for courage and strength if that's what you need. Pick up the phone and say, could I see you? Could I talk with you? Let me just say that fees are never an issue with the Arnett's or the center. They counsel many people who can't pay a full rate. They never turn anyone away based on money. Never. Pick up that phone this week if you need to. Bring your its under the lordship of Christ. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time in your word. For this promise of old and for the modern, real ways you've raised up a standard for us here in Nassau. I pray, Lord, for any who are really coming to see their own baggage this morning and their own its, that they would request biblical Christian counseling this week and begin a wonderful journey toward the Lordship of Christ and healing and wholeness and hope. I pray these things. In Jesus' precious name and for Jesus' sake in our lives and God's people said, amen, amen.